This podcast is sponsored by Turney Fungicide. Nothing takes out tough diseases like Turney. Learn more at valentpro.com slash Turney. This is Kyle Brown for the Superintendent Radio Network. I'm here today with Jill Calibro with Valent Professional Products. Jill is returning to our show to uh, talk about some really interesting things today. I don't need to tell anyone, you know, we've had a pretty strange year in regard to weather. And, you know, that's caused some problems for golf course superintendents throughout this entire season. We want to talk today about snow mold. And thanks to the week winter we had, snow mold showed up earlier around the country. It was, a, it was a different threat we had to manage for a lot of different courses. How is the upcoming season looking? What might be different for snow mold this year? There are a couple things that we need to think about in trying to estimate or guess what's going to happen with snow mold this season. The first thing is we need to look at the weather conditions that occurred over the last couple months or pretty much through the growing season this year. And what comes to my mind is the drought conditions that were especially prevalent within the Midwest. And the reason that's important now is that snow mold in the summer goes dormant, but it's still on the turf. It's still there in the thatch and in the upper levels of the soil there. So hopefully with some of the droughty conditions that the Midwest saw, hopefully that created an inhospitable environment for snow mold being dormant. So hopefully that will reduce the amount of inoculum pressure in those areas that saw drought conditions this year. Of course, over on the, the northeast and the east coast and the mid-Atlantic areas, all those areas probably won't have seen much of an effect on snow mold throughout the growing season, actually. So we're all set up just based on that factor alone. We're just set up to have a normal year for snow mold. Again, we got to look at what the previous conditions were. The second most important thing probably is to look at what the forecast is going to be. So again, I'm going to talk about those drought conditions and looking over the drought monitor for the U.S. and how that's expected to progress. Basically, the drought conditions are expected to persist within the Midwest, probably from about Iowa all the way over to the Intermountain West and parts south. The Dakotas, maybe not so much, maybe South Dakota a little bit, North Dakota not as much, but really much the Midwest and the Intermountain West there, the drought conditions will persist. So what that means is conditions will be less likely for snow mold to occur in those areas, especially, well, you got to consider gray snow mold and pink snow mold. Gray snow mold will only occur if snow cover is present. So if there's less snow, then you'll have less gray snow mold, obvious. And then with microdokium patch or pink snow mold, it really prefers the cool, damp conditions. So again, if it's not quite as damp, you'll have less microdokium patch. So that's something to, to think about, those drought conditions there. But for the rest of the country, for example, NOAA, or the National o Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, has been talking about whether or not we'll have an El Nino effect this year. Back in August and early September, it looked as though we were going to have a stronger El Nino effect this winter. But that has died down a little bit. The more current models tend to look like it's predicting to be a weak El Nino system at best maybe even neutral conditions. So looking at the three-month forecast for temperature and precipitation, for most parts of the country, it looks to be pretty normal. And by most parts of the country, I'm, I guess I'm delineating here the northeast and the mid-Atlantic areas. The Midwest will be a little bit drier. Temperature-wise, it looks to be about the same across the country. And another part of the country that I want to mention real quick that tends to see a lot of microdokium patch is the Pacific Northwest. And parts of Idaho sees a lot of gray snow mold, too. They look to have drier than normal conditions this winter as well, so probably less likely of a chance for snow mold to develop in those areas. With all of that information in mind then, you know, if you're looking forward at your particular forecast, how should a superintendent change his management program to prepare? In the 
northeast and the mid-Atlantic areas along the east coast, I think that they should do what they normally do in a normal, hopefully this will be a normal winter for the east coast areas. And they should start preparing for snow mold now. I've even heard some recommendations that a fall cleanup spray, which would have occurred in September, maybe early October, can have an impact on snow mold development in terms of lessening the impact of snow mold. But definitely, superintendents over on the eastern side of the United States definitely need to be concerned about early preventive sprays now. And I recommend using combination products or at least a tank mix of two products. Of course, I have to recommend our product, Turney. Mm -hmm. It's a great tank mix partner with something like Nipperdione or even just chlorothalonil. Combining the two active ingredients really is important for snow mold to get the best control and get the longest residual. In other parts of the country, you also need to be thinking preventively too, just in case we do get some of that precipitation. With snow mold, whether or not it's microdochian patch or gray snow mold, it's best to minimize injury going into the winter. So anything that can happen this fall, it's best to protect against that from happening because you don't want to put the turf in danger going into the winter and make it more susceptible to winter injury. So it's better to be safe than sorry, basically. Absolutely. But again, you know, I think in the, the Midwest areas where they've already seen drought conditions and where it looks like that drought's probably going to persist, it's not quite as imperative as what it is on the East Coast. But the potential is still there. All right. Well, hopefully we've got a, a great winter ahead of us. I hope the season goes well for everyone. But, you know, this information ought to help superintendents to prepare for whatever's on the way. So I really appreciate your help today. Yeah, thanks, Kyle. Thank you, Joe.